is like a whole new world. A whole new ball game. We brought somebody into the picture. Yeah. Who actually knows the language of the internet. Technology? Wi-Fi? Like when somebody says to me, upload. I don't know what they're talking about. You know, it, it, you, know you start it, to take your pants it, off. It shocks me, exactly. It's horrible. And <laughs> so it's good to know. Well, look at this diagram that's been given to us by our new IT uh, director here. Uh, so if things were to go wrong, you can see here, it starts at the, the smiley path. face. Just follow the path. And, and walk over to the door, right? Mm -hmm. And then up in the cloud here is yeah. where everything is to save right our, to save right our ass Boom. when we screw things Boom. up. But in all seriousness, uh, it's been a while. It's been a long, it's been too long. It has been. I saw you and uh, Dr. Friedman last week on Friday. I was down in uh, Florida fishing, mm -hmm. um, hanging out with some guys I grew up with. And, yeah, well, uh, he was on your phone on the boat? <laughs> yeah, I had my phone on the boat. Yeah, I was playing games and stuff, taking cool, pictures. Cool, I know you want to fish. There's a redfish. You know, take a picture. <laughs> I mean, those things, those little things they put on the end of the line are sharp. <laughs> you could hurt yourself. It, what you do is you grab the fish, right? Yeah. You, you get the net, and mm -hmm. then you pull it out, mm -hmm. and then you take a picture real quick. Yeah. It's your fish. Yeah. Nobody knows. No, that's it. Nobody you know. knows. You put it on your wall. <laughs> That was all, all those I, things. That was one I was in the Keys with Castro. I didn't know what <laughs> he, he was. He was a hell of a to. fisherman. Oh, way. he was a hell of a fisherman. So uh, we got our technology figured out. We had some issues with Wi-Fi and internet and whatnot. We've got it all worked out now. So we're going to start bringing a more consistent show. We're going to do the podcast. We're going to upload them at night and all the things that we said we were going to do in the beginning that we didn't do. We didn't know do. how to do. We didn't know how to do. But now we're in different hands. It, it really is amazing what a different world it is, isn't it? I mean, from anything that we know, I mean, I grew up in radio and television. I have no idea what this is. Right, but your willingness to learn um, is what, it, you know, every week you're like, what is that? Let me learn how to do this. Throw my hat in. Yeah. Just get involved. Yeah, please. You know, get out my Phillips head screwdrivers and go to work. Hey, I got great news. I was just looking at my <clears throat> Twitter sports updates. Austin Riley just hit a two-run homer. His cool. first of the spring. Cool. I like that. I, I do too. I, I don't. I think we're going to have a. I don't want to say decision. It sounds so stupid, but you got Marcelo Zuna in left field. Where we're right. going to put Riley? I think. You know, I think Riley's going to hit. You know, I mean, they, I, you know, well, it's third base. It's him and Camargo. Him That's and what Camargo. They're trying to figure we're going to have to put one or the other in left field, and you know, it's great. But but one of them is going to be. Often he's like Camargo was last year, you know, just dealing with that situation and dealing with the uh, disappointment of not winning the job. He hey, was a mess all year. He came back in shape. He wants to compete. He lost this a bunch is gonna, of weight. Yeah. Man, this is good. You want competition. You want guys really going after it. And look, you know, survival of the fittest, and there's going to be injuries, and other guys are going to contribute. And I think, you know, come trade deadline, I think the Braves are going to take that next step. I really do. I think they're still just evaluating their, their youngsters, and they don't know who's – like Tukey, what the hell's Tukey? Kyle mm -hmm. Wright, what's Kyle Wright? You'd mm -hmm. hate to trade one of these guys, well, and it turns guys, into, yeah. uh, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, Scherzer. Yeah, but, but when you talk about Riley and Camargo, I don't think there's a mystery. I think we know. I think I'd, both, I'd like to have them both, I don't know in, yet. both in the line. I don't know yet, man. See, I think With Camargo Riley, could just... really be a good big league third baseman. Oh, so man. do I. I really do. And I think Riley could be your 30-home run 
one two fifty yeah. guy, and I, I still don't know what kind of third baseman he is. Even though that's his position by trade, because we didn't really I'm get to see a lot of it. I'm just going by what everybody's saying. It's the way I was screwed. That's what you've a, done. It's supposed to be an excellent third baseman. Oh, just go with what everybody says. Yeah, right? I've never gone with what anybody <laughs> says. Bo, don't go in there. Oh, really? Now you gotta go. Let me show you. Let me show you. But no, it's exciting. I hate to hear the news on Hamels. Looks like he's going to be out all of April. Um, but he's hanging around the guys. He's showing Max Freed how to grip things. Doing card tricks is great. <laughs> I, uh, you know, I, I, I could. I bet he is doing card tricks. I really could sense that. Not sense. It was in the back of my mind when he came. That we, you know, we're bringing a. Um, You're really getting a guy at the back end. Yeah, you really getting the yeah. guy. He was, I mean, when he was with Philadelphia, he was incredible. And you know what's amazing? He's bringing a lot of history, you know, for as, sure. as far as injuries just, are concerned. But I still think you you paid a good price for him, eighteen million for one year. I'd rather have him than Keuchel. I'd oh, see, I saw whoa, enough whoa, of Keuchel. Whoa, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I was done with Keuchel. But um, what was I going to say? Is Felix Hernandez? You know, here's the other guy. That I never really even considered. I mean, when we signed him, I was like, "Oh, what? Is, he's never going to make the club." You know, this, they just mm-hmm. wanted to hang around the young guys. Mm-hmm. This guy's going to make the club. Mm-hmm. He's, you know, especially with the injury to Hamels, he's probably going to be your fifth starter. He's hanging around all these guys. I think he throws today. Yesterday. Oh, he threw yesterday. Yeah, he pitched yesterday. He pitched good. I think he gave up one earn. You know, in two innings, struck out two, yeah. gave up a couple hits. But but I mean, he's. Um, no, I don't think he's given up a one run in seven mm-hmm. innings this year. Mm-hmm. So he's been pitching really well. But my point is, you got him and Hamels with all these young pitchers. Mm-hmm. You know, him to relate to the young Latin mm-hmm. pitchers and, and, you know, Hamels with mm-hmm. everybody else. Mm-hmm. And it's just a great dynamic mm-hmm. to have two guys like that. Oh, that was... yeah. Yeah. But, you know, and the, but the other thing is, you know, you got that powder keg that's faulty. <laughs> you don't know. Fulty go out there and you don't know what he's going to do on the mound. You know what's funny? I used to play basketball with a guy who had a manicured beard like that. Mm-hmm. Good athlete, wiry guy, yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. Looked like Civil War type freaking true, guy. True. Yeah. And I tell you what, this dude would snap. He would just snap like in the middle of a basketball mm-hmm. game. Everybody like, what the hell is going on with mm-hmm. this guy? And so you got to watch product. out. He needed product. I think you got to watch out for the guys with the manicured beards. I've, I've always thought that. Yeah. The white guys. And the pointed shoes. And the pointed shoes. That's not good. <laughs> That's almost as bad as the guys with the little whales on their belt. Yeah, they're out you know there what I mean? too. Opposite ends of the spectrum, but both are dangerous. But I'm excited <clears throat> I'm excited for the Braves. I love to see Newcomb back. They say Newcomb lost like twenty pounds. He's pitched really well. He's probably gonna be in the rotation. So that opens up a spot in the bullpen. So you got guys competing for that. So it's you know, pretty competitive spring training so far. I think it's going to be great. I'm with you. I mean, I think we've got all the momentum that in, the, in the world. We're in agreement on something. Well, but not that shirt. It's That's terrible. You know, Sarah's told me today when I left, she said, are you really going to wear that today? And I said, yes. You know, so is it. What are you, what are you trying to say to everybody with that? It's like I'm a cowboy. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. You know, no, but but an avant garde, like a buckhead cowboy. And a, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. And you got a guy taking your horse. You just walk in the bar. You know, don't even worry about it. Oh man, went to the Hawks game last night. What a complete freaking disaster that was! It was, was packed though. The place was packed. There's a lot of Memphis. Night. Yeah, there's no. a lot of Memphis fans there. But you know what? Every who never comes in, we're. we're 
It's always full. Out the place. It's always full, man. People buying the merchandise, buying the food. You know, it's a good time. Um, what was I gonna say? I don't know. I don't know what the deal was last night, but we just couldn't get anything to go. I mean, we were we were in a dream world. Kind of like you, you know, on your phone while we're doing the show. You know what I'm doing, Paul? I'm sharing the program, okay? Uh-huh. I just, I wish you would, uh... Okay. We'll you know, this, is, this is where you fill. All right. Right? Oh, here we go. And there it goes. Mm-hmm. Boom. So, um... Yeah, that, yeah so man. That was the, but that's but that's the Hawks at this point. You know? uh, it was really disappointing last night. I mean... Yeah, but you know that's what you get with a young, young team. Yeah, you got to remember that. You got to remember that at home. See, I'm on all these like Hawks fan boards and stuff, and I've never been a part of one of mm-hmm. these things before. These people are lunatics. They're lunatics. Yeah. I mean, they they go from I'm not kidding you. The other day, there was this whole movement behind making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're gonna make the playoffs. Uh-huh. I'm thinking, what in the hell are they Why? talking about? So now, this morning, they want to fire the coach. They want to fire the general manager. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, no, that's terrible. But Man. those people are out there. That's the problem. You, you know what the problem is? The, the, we really are a terrible sports town. Shame on you. And by sports the way. talk radio makes it worse. <laughs> Sports talk radio actually primes the pump for the craziness and makes it work. So how would you handle, what would your take be on the on the Hawks right now? You would have to come strong with you've got to be patient. And I really don't hear anybody saying that. Well, and maybe know, I'm, not, I'm we, missing we, it. We just, you know, two weeks ago we just made a, a big stride forward and, and accelerated our... Our building process. Talk about Clint Capella. With Clint Capella. Who hasn't played yet. Hasn't played, he's, he's banged up. Um, Deadman just his miss like the last week. That's your Deadman's, other center. Deadman really playing well. He's back Friday, by the way. Mm-hmm. And then Reddish didn't play last night either. And one thing that did come out last night, you really miss Reddish. You know, defensively. Yeah. You know, running the floor. Maybe everything. you're right. Maybe that's what one of the elements who were because it was more Vince Carter. Yeah. And you just can't play with him out there. No. You can't. I no. get it. He gets the standing ovation. He gets the no, bow. Stop. Everybody stop. comes stop. and wants to touch stop. him. God. <laughs> God, we love that. We love we love doing that. We love doing that. God, we love when a guy yeah, is old past his, his prime. Deal. Bring him in. We we'll give him a pass to Peachtree Street. You know, <laughs> a pass to Peachtree Street. That's yeah. big time. <laughs> you can't get on Peachtree Street these days. It's true. Never since the Olympics, you can't get on it. That's true. Yeah, you know, last night at the game, though, it was funny to see with the coronavirus going around and people dropping dead left and right, mm-hmm. the, the line for the sinks to wash your hands mm-hmm. was a good two, three-minute wait. Everybody was washing your hands, which tells me one thing, that when there's no threat of virus, nobody washes their mm-hmm. hands mm-hmm. because there's never a line to wash your well, hands. you know, if, if there was like a, a common carrier in the world sure. for, the, for the virus, it would be a pecker. <laughs> so it's been known to carry things. Been known. You don't know what's going on in your pants all the time. No. It's true. Stuff is accumulating there. That's ex- it's a great point. You know, I was at the boat this weekend. Some of the toilets I had to go on. You know, oh. imagine oh, the things wow. I was in contact with. It's out of my control. <laughs> it's completely out and, of my control. You know, like the boat rocks. Oh. You go through the window. And then you lay down at night. And you're still rocking. You know that? Oh, boy. 
I, I can get seasick in a heartbeat. Hey, by the way, Chipper's going to be doing some play-by-play yeah, play for Yeah, 20 ESPN. games for ESPN. Him and uh, Sean, Sean B. B. Yeah. We'll see. Give him a chance. Yeah. yeah. See how it works. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? I, I never liked David Ross doing it anyway. I never liked David Ross when he was here. He was such a goofball. He's too goofy to be a manager. I saw him the other day. How the heck can you give him the job? I mean, open your eyes. And get rid of Joe Madden. He's this too, is like he's too buddy buddy with them. I can already tell. He's talking to him, and you know, sunflower seeding. Who is who is Ross? Talking to who? His players. His weights. It's just like it's it, it's you know that's gonna that's. A I mean, bust. some guys can do it. I just don't see no, him. No, he as, just doesn't have any. Yeah, I I would I wouldn't consider him a leader because he's he's got a good personality and he's a catcher. So those two things translate to television, right? And then if you come across articulate on television and know the game, there it is. Plus, he's a hero in that town. They're goofy like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they really are, man. They just, it's a whole different thing. Yeah, Chi-Town. Chi-Town. But, uh, yeah, man, so uh, Falcons, they just got done with the uh, combine up there. I'm sure Thomas... And uh, you know the whole gang they up there, everybody. DQ, every yeah, the whole it's, everybody. That's the problem. That's one of the problems. They don't know. Isn't that amazing when you see these things? We were just talking about David Ross, and you see the way we operate things with the Falcons. What happened to being a judge of human nature? What happened to somebody just having a that sense comes that from leadership? He's a good guy. He's a bad guy. He can help us. He can't help us. You know, that's leadership. Where does that come from? Where did it go to? I mean. Who has that? Who would you say today is an example of someone who... Bill Belichick. Right. But if Bill... Okay. You know, and there's been guys, you know, over the years that have, like, do that. You know, the thing Jerry about, Glanville's like that. The thing about Belichick that, that's crazy to me, and he gets a pass it because he wins so much, is you are... Unless, unless you're Tom Brady, mm-hmm. you are totally expendable. Mm-hmm. Like, he's actually looking for ways mm-hmm. to get rid of you. Well, you, you know, know what... Remember that linebacker they had? Mm-hmm. That he was like, I'm going to hold out. I want to raise, blah, blah, blah. Boom, Boom Cleveland. Yeah. That's, I have no problem with that. I have no I problem with it. that. I have no problem. That's part of their culture. That's right. what it is. You're going to be a patriot. This is the way you're going to act. Look at us. We don't have a culture. No, we, we definitely don't have any don't have culture. culture. It's disappointing, man. It's frustrating to talk about the team. There's such a negative stigma around it. And, and credit to the true fans, because there are fans that still stick by them, well, thick and thin. There's a lot of people don't understand why the stigma's around it. Right. In other words, they, you know, they just have not seen or they don't have the time to, or, or the experience to, to look at a team and understand that this is not right. Yeah, but just to think, you know, to say that they're totally inept and that they, you know, there's no vibe no, in the totally city. No, 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 no. But what I'm saying is to think, we were literally like one play away from being world champions and then we're never having this conversation. Hans, the, I understand, Hans, but I'm just I'm saying to of, myself of that, that it's amazing that it's that one. What's amazing is how we've gone downhill from there. In other words, that was one of those things. That was an aberration. That was fate. That was like every. Good thing coming together at the same time. It's a Super we Bowl hangover, Bo. It's, it's just no a really long one. Stupid. We, we we got rid of the wrong people. We we didn't start from the beginning in 2017. We thought we could pick it up right from the Super Bowl. You can't. And we've gone downhill ever since. Yeah. Not even close. We're not even close. 
I'll agree with that. And then you look at the players that are actually getting paid on the team. You know, your Desmond Trufants, your uh, Devonta Freeman, Jake Matthews even. I mean, I get it. He's a starting left tackle. Mm-hmm. He's not exceptional. Right. You know, you no. could draft somebody as yeah. good as he is. So, in my mind, he's overpaid. You've got a lot of just dead money <clears throat> to an extent on that roster of guys that are getting – I guess a lot of teams do, but it just seems like it's really – hamstringing us because we have Matt and Julio, you know, making all that money. Right. And can't do it either. Uh, and we give money to defensive linemen too. Yeah, great. Yeah, that's what um, I was surprised that Thomas Dimitrov said that the other day. Um, oh, about because uh, I'm a Dimitrov. how difficult of a situation they're in, basically. I'm surprised. The that was kind of like throwing them under the bus. It was, you know, and and I, I, I to me that wasn't Thomas Mitchell because he's one of us. He's the only guy up there who's one of us. Right. And and uh, I've always been a fan of. Him. He's always been a straight shooter, and you know, nothing prima donna about no, him whatsoever. So I, I was just surprised, and he doesn't usually make mistakes like that. But I thought that was that was kind of weird. I wonder what he wants. I mean, like outside of the Julio trade. I mean, we've had a bad run of injuries. I mean, a bad run of injuries with a lot of the guys that we've drafted. But we've also misevaluated on a lot of guys. And I don't know who who was more responsible for Vic Beasley. You know, was it Dan Quinn or was it you know somebody else on the staff? But I mean, he just he never there were red flags all over him that he wasn't big enough to play. You know, but we wanted to play fast. We wanted to have these interchangeable linebackers and safeties. Well, that's all right. You know, stick with your philosophy. If now that's your philosophy, milk it. But we don't. We didn't. You know, when he fell off, you... <laughs> that's true. Excuse me. You're right. We moved to positions. We moved him around. Right. And he started slow, and all the negative chatter come, started coming around, and, and he didn't respond to it. I think he's going to have a good year yeah. because he is lickety-split quick. He is tough. Man. No, he, he's undersized. Yeah, we'll definitely. See. We'll see. I wonder I wonder who end up taking a look at him. It's hard. I saw somebody uh tweeting about free agency today. So so free agency is technically going on right now in the NFL. Yeah. Like if Tom Brady wanted to sign with the freaking, you know, New York Jets tomorrow, mm-hmm. he could. Mm-hmm. Okay. What do you think he's gonna do? What do you think he's gonna sign? If he stays in New England? He has to, right? I think Buffalo. <laughs> What's you know, he going to be you know, called? Up to call. Well, he wants to prove to everybody. He's a tough guy. Right. They were talking about on the radio. The he's, day, I, what's he going to do? He's going to wherever Giselle wants to live. That's what he's going to do. Right. That's what I'm saying. What about the Giants? Oh, be... Why couldn't he do that? Well, the organization's not strong enough yet. You know, they've floundered for so many years, and they've got, you know, they're trying to right the ship now and get it together. Um, Tom's not going to go to a place that's not buttoned up, you know, ready to win. Right. Yeah. And it, you know, I, I hear San Diego, I hear uh, Chargers a lot. Right. Are they ready to win? I don't think so. I'm with you on that. Um, let's see, who would be a team that needs a quarterback that's ready to win? I would go as far as saying the Vikings, and I know they can't because they've got the contract with Cousins. Cousins. But they, I mean, if they had, if they had a good quarterback, man, I they agree. would be good. I agree. I thought that he's terrible, but he. He gets rattled. He will make one play a game that costs him the game. You know what I'm saying? He gets all bound up. <laughs> he's like, you know, it's like he's like faulty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you never know, but it's always there. 
So what about Tech, man? So Tech last night, if you didn't know, uh, they were sanctioned for the NCAA for you know some things that happened a couple years ago at a strip club, some money given to some recruits, and a guy basically threw the coach under the bus. The two-year suspension for mm-hmm. postseason play, mm-hmm. uh, eligible to play in the ACC tournament, I believe, conference tournament, you oh. know, this year and next year. Well, they rescinded that. They rescinded their appeal, rather, and so now they're ineligible for the ACC right. tournament. That's right. Yeah. And, uh, sucks for the seniors, by the way. Sucks for the seniors, but you know what? For the sake of the program, you had to. You had to. I because agree. you can't recruit saying we're not going to play at the end of the year. Right. And knowing the NCAA, they won't give them any clarity on that until right. after the fact. Right. Yeah, you know, right. They'll screw them one way. That's the worst part of that, of the NCAA. Right. I, I, I'm they're malicious in nature. Yeah, but they, they just... It's malicious in nature. I do not think that they're, you know... I think their sole purpose is to do for the good of the student athletes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I don't think that that's where their mind is. You know, there's no common sense. There's just silly book that they go by. No, you know what? You've got to convene uh, 12 guys. When something like this happens, convene 12 guys, make a decision the next day, and boom. It yeah. would, I, I understand there's some investigations to go, but make a decision and then, you know. <clears throat> uh, hey, we got to recruit. Okay, we've paid our pension, you know, our, our, mm-hmm. our you know, penance. Let's let's go. We got to recruit. So yeah. anyway, with that with that aside, I mean, it sucks for the seniors, but it had to be done. Uh, I went to the Louisville game a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I was impressed. You know, for a while there, I really thought Pastor was in over his head with what he's got and what he's got coming back next year with some more guys getting yeah. recruited. The guy can coach. He seems like he, yeah, he can. can coach. The players yeah. like him. You know, yeah. he's got a little toughness to him. Now, now the thing is. Uh, you know, can he administrate a program? Can he be an overall really strong Well, the first leader? thing he had to do was get this monkey off his back. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, hopefully. So, it's, it's good they did that. It's good they did that. Yeah. Right. But it was fun. That was the first game I've been to at McCamish in, man, in the new arena. That's the first game I've been to in the new arena that was a good atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And it, granted, it was a lot of Louisville fans because right. they could come down and get tickets. It was right. 50-50. It was a great environment for yeah. a basketball yeah, game. Yeah, it is. So, I mean, it's there, man. And it's yeah, so Texas cool. treasure. You it's know, in so the middle cool. of the city. And, you know, Walk yeah. out of there. You take a right. Go across. There's all the road. They got all the bars and restaurants over there now. You got all the stuff on campus. It's great. Go over to Varsity. You're going to pay too much for a hot dog as far Chili as Arthur's dog. concerned. Chili. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Arthur sells them for a buck fifty. You mentioned the Varsity you know, Arthur. Varsity, he just you know. rolls his eyes. Oh. Oh, please. I Who can, can do, afford that? I can do a hot dog better than that. Who can afford that? Oh, man. Well, yeah, so good for Georgia Tech. Um, what do you take out of uh, Cochran, Scotty Cochran coming I love to? It. Uh, I love it. Well, first of all, he got a $100,000 raise. You know, so that can't be sneezed at. How much do those guys get made? How much do they make? 700 he So now seven. he got seven. Now so he's that's, seven. That's yeah. a big deal. And, and the other thing is he had to embellish his resume by getting on field and being a coordinator or a coach. No-brainer. You know, so he's a special teams coordinator, but he's he's deeply involved in the Georgia weight training program. Right. I mean, and, and who would you rather deal with on a daily basis? Nick Saban or Kirby Smart? Yeah. That's a win. Yeah. Where would you rather live? Tuscaloosa, Alabama, or Athens, Georgia? Mm-hmm. That's a win. So mm-hmm. Saban's got to be kind of butthurt about this. I would think so. 
He's got to, you know, it's... it's I, I are, are, are things crumbling, just that, kind well, of you tilting would think a little so. bit? You please, would think, God, please. I, you know why... Enough I, with you know Alabama. What, you know why I agree, but... Enough. You know what, I love Alabama. They set the curve, man. Of course. They set the curve. I mean, they're... All-timer. I, I have no problem with Alabama. But it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. You know, um, yeah. Hey, it's our time. With, with all that said, but you know, with all that said, the only team that I saw last year that could have even been in the same conversation on the same field as, as LSU was Alabama with a healthy tour. Right. That was it. Right. And, and this is, here we are right in a month. Right. Right. You know, and they were the second best team in the country right. with a healthy quarterback last year. And who knows? Maybe they yeah. beat LSU with, with a healthy tour. But, well, you know what? Uh, I, we, you, you know he's accepted this challenge. Oh, you yeah, yeah, know. yeah. Oh, how'd you like to be going into spring uh, camp? How about walking into his office saying, Coach, I don't know. <laughs> coach, <laughs> Coach, I've been talking to Jessica back yeah. at home, I, you know, I, back I, in Dothan. I, I don't and, know what uh, to tell you. I, I just, I feel like I need to be with her right now, Coach Saban. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's really, hilarious. He's real. So Fromm didn't do good though at the combine. I, I would, you know, I don't know. I don't measure these. He things. did great in what he does well, and that is all the mid-range throws. Very, very accurate. You know, oh. I was surprised at him. Uh, he ran a five-one. He was the slowest quarterback, uh, and and all. But you know what? He's the type of guy if he gets on the roster and gets a chance, he's going to move the ball. Why did he go pro? We see, there had to I, be you know something in something, Athens. There is something. And, and, I, and remember we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, or, or the last time you showed up for a show, I think in 2015, and we talked about it. There was something between him and Swift. Right. I mean, the, and I was so shocked at that because there are two leaders. Right. And... I was surprised that those guys were going at each other. But I wonder like how much that. of that stems from, you know, a lot of the, the negative feelings that, that potentially could have been there going back to the Fields deal. Because, I mean, Fields, that whole recruiting class came to Georgia to play with him, mm -hmm. you know, and I'm right. sure he had relationships there. They were pulling for one guy or the other or right. whatnot. And, right. you know, Kirby ends up going with Fromm. And how about the, the irony that, you don't end up with either one of them two years right. later. Think about this. You've been Eason, from. It's crazy. Ever since Murray left. How about how about you're from, and this happened, and you're throwing right after Jacob Eason. Oh God, is that really what he had yeah. to do? Yeah, that was what happened the other day. Here's Jacob Eason. You know, the six five. Yeah, he's you know, born look, to be an NFL quarterback. Look like <clears throat> Superman, and just slinging that thing like Namath all over the lot. And then here comes, you know, Jake. Hey, he's a great quarterback, but he's you know he's thinking and dunking and that kind of it's stuff. Like Drew Brees. Yeah, yeah. Drew Brees got a pretty strong arm though. Yeah, yeah. Well, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about the little. Yeah, yeah. The dink, the dunk. The dink, the dunk. He's not going to be a professional quarterback, I don't think. The game has changed, man. Especially if you can, the guys who dink and dunk and do that, you got to be able to move. And I don't really consider him a mobile quarterback. No. He's not a statue like no. Eason. No. But. Uh, who knows, man? He's always been able to compete. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see. I, I'll pull him for him a little bit, unless I find out that he's a ding dong got the dang. You know, I, Andre Swift. I don't. You know, right? That was not a good sign. You've been watching uh, any other NBA? You've been watching Zion? 
Yeah. 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 He's, he's everything that I thought that he was going to be. He, he, you know what he is? He's just a, a raw muscle man. I mean, just... But they go raw. in there and try to get that ball from oh. him. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, my God. It is crazy. But uh, that was fun to watch him go against the Lakers and, and compete and do all that. Did you see JaVale McGee try to get his jersey? No. After the game? He walks up to Zion. And he goes, hey, man, great game. You know, they hug it off and everything. He goes, well, let me get your jersey. And Zion literally goes, no, man. Like, pushed him away. Like, I'm not giving you my jersey. What are you, crazy? You're JaVale McGee. I'm 19 years old, but I'm not giving you my jersey. I didn't see that. Right. I'm surprised. Because he's such a humble kid. Well, yeah. right, 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 right. But, I mean, it was kind of kind of ridiculous on JaVale McGee's part. It's almost like he lost a bet. So I tell you what, I, I would never get pissed off. Back in the day, when guys would come up and want my jersey. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd say, yeah. And every day you'd come home, Mom be like, where's your shirt, Bo? <laughs> Mom, I gave it away. Again? We got to go to Dick's Sporting Goods to get another one. Again, where was Dick's Sporting Goods? Was that on 10th Street? Was yeah, that... right next to Madison Square, at the entrance to Madison Square Garden. Seriously. That was the original Dick's Sporting Goods? The original Dick's Sporting Goods. I was being a Weisenheimer, but no, that's it was, it, was, it was like the lobby... Of the original Madison Square Garden on 7th Avenue. See, I thought they were from, like, Korea or something. Big sporting goods. I didn't know that. Man, how could you know? How could you know? How could you know? Let me see what I got here. Oh, you should have some good stuff. I can uh, I can fill for you while we do this. Yeah, go ahead. That's what yeah. you do. So, my dog, Otis, maybe you guys can ride into the show and, and help me with this. He won't, did, did uh, Chopper ever do this? He won't stop chewing himself. Like his arms, like he's trying to eat his arms. And he had a sore. And so we put mm. the cone on him. We've done all kinds of crazy mm. stuff. But he just keeps finding a way. We've put t-shirts on him. We've tied him up. We've put him in his kennel. We've sedated him. I don't think he can deal with you <laughs> and your antics. <laughs> I mean, you make him nervous. I'm his favorite. You make him nervous. No, no, no. He's he's very happy with me. He, he's a great family dog. But he's yeah, but got dogs them. do that. I mean, you, you, some more so than you have to put him in a collar for a while. Yeah, yeah. But that I would get the hint. If somebody put a collar on me, I would get the hint that you know. So what do you got? I don't. I don't know. It's all mixed <clears> up here. We're getting close to Augusta. We got what? Three weeks. Hey, you know what? Month. Spring has sprung, Doctor. I hope we get some rain, because we could use some rain. You know, I was just thinking about that. You know, my car was very dry, a lot of the ground out there. I think tomorrow's a 100% chance all day. So you got that going. My nephew had a tree fall on his house yeah. in the last year. Tommy. I'm surprised there's not more of that. There's been so much rain. Where trees just have no more roots. They, you know, it's right. too soft. They I, just fall down. I have a tree that has fallen across my back fence. You haven't reason. cut it up yet? <clears throat> you well, haven't? Did, have you got a skill saw? Here's the thing. It's it's caught on another tree. I got a quote you from a tree company. No, no, no. I can't go up there. You're the tree the climbers. Neighbors. That's what I did in the Marine Corps. I was a wireman. We had to climb all those trees and stuff. Had those things on my feet. Are you I serious? Come sliding down. Yeah, so I'm sliding down that thing. You know, for two years, my arms were scabs. This is all making perfect sense now. Because there's this crazy guy from um, Guatemala, yeah. who, Jimmy. I don't think Jimmy's Jimmy? his real name. Yeah, yeah. No, no, well. I mean, Jimmy's in Guatemala. But anyway, Jimmy, I said, Jimmy, what are you, 
tree. He literally just runs straight at this biggest tree in my yard and just starts walking up the damn tree. And he's looking over the fence and he's like, what did I see that I'm saying? And he's talking to his guys and his guy says to him, he says, $700. He says, to take it away. He's like, but if I just cut it down, we'll leave it in the creek, which would be Brookhaven. I would never do that. No. You know, 300 bucks. So I'm going to spend the extra 400 and get it properly removed. I don't believe you are. <laughs> I, 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 I apologize. <clears throat> I just don't believe you are. Well, full, you know, the, the, the legitimate company from Guatemala, mm-hmm. right, they, they are aware with Brookhaven's laws. Mm-hmm. So he would have never given me two prices unless he knew it was in the, the uh, they had to deal with them. You got a creek back there? Yeah. It's, well, it's ways back, though. You won't even see them. Right? You won't even see them. My luck would be and I would fish do. need things to breed. You know? Yeah. That's to, why you play in. Yeah, to play in, to breed, you know, come around the corner, wink at the ladyfish. Like when you go see them at the pet store. Exactly. You never see them just in a plain no. bowl. No, no, no. They're all antsy. They're all horny as hell. So fish. so what I was going with the NBA, if you could pick right now, what two teams do you think are in the finals? Well, uh, Milwaukee. Right. I, Milwaukee might not lose a game. Milwaukee and... It's got to be L.A. or L.A. What a series that's going to be if we can get well, lucky enough to mm. get that. Clippers and Lakers at mm. Staples Center. Mm. I guess, yeah. Yeah. Especially with the Kobe thing and all that. man. The NBA is like a soap opera. It really is. You know, I'm just noticing lately, it's getting more so. Right. Where it got, what prompted the, the extraordinary hugs now? I mean, I, I, some of these guys, I, I want to offer to get them a room. I think they've been watching a lot of Braves baseball, and they see Ozzie Albies and Ronald Acuna and their relationship and True. how it's carried over to their performance on the field. True. And they want to replicate that on the court. True. Why wouldn't you? Why they you look say- happy. Yeah, why don't you say goodbye? That you know, that, you know, you did it now. You did it. All right, we'll see you guys next week. We're gonna put this on a podcast for you, possibly Friday. Send us some comments. No, Friday? I can't do Friday. I'm out Friday. What do you mean you're out Friday? You were out last Friday. I'll be back a couple Fridays from now. See. <laughs>